0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is the Gospel, which was just read. It's difficult to understand our Gospel reading, the sending of the 72 from Luke chapter 10, apart from two other incidents that St. Luke records. First, the evangelist St. Luke, whose day we commemorate today introduces Jesus' ministry by noting that after his baptism and his temptation in the wilderness, he traveled back to his hometown synagogue in Nazareth, where on the Sabbath, he went into that synagogue, took the Isaiah scroll, and read these words. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captive, and the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed that scroll, put it back, sat down, and said, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. St. Luke clearly understood this event, as the opening of the door to the identity of Jesus and what He was all about in His earthly ministry. He is the oft-mentioned servant of Isaiah, the Ebed Yahweh, the Anointed One, sent from within the mystery of the one God of Israel, Yahweh, to proclaim the good news and to demonstrate the end-time reign of Yahweh's kingship through the restoration of his fallen creation. The second important incident in St. Luke's Gospel for understanding our text is the sending out of the Twelve, where Luke records it in this manner, and Jesus called the Twelve together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases, and he sent them out to preach the kingdom of God and to heal. St. Luke helps us to see how the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, his preaching of the kingdom, his healing of the ill, is a continued and extended in the sending out of his twelve apostles. As the people of Galilee and Samaria heard and witnessed the twelve, the ministry of Jesus prophesied in Isaiah continued. The jubilee begun in him with the release from the captivity of sin is expanded. The sending out of the twelve, in that sending out, we hear an echo of Jesus' own words today. This scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. These two incidents, then, help us to understand St. Luke's purpose in recording this unique incident, namely, the sending out of the 72 that we heard in our Gospel reading. Jesus not only encourages his followers to pray to the Lord of the harvest for more workers, but he immediately shows them how he will answer those prayers in each and every generation. Here we see our Lord, even as he himself sets his face to Jerusalem and his own impending death. We see him sending out 72 more workers into the harvest, two by two, saying, whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you, heal the sick and say to them, the kingdom, the reign of God has come over you. As with Jesus... And as with the Twelve, we see Christ's ministry of proclaiming the reign of God and healing the difficult and dreadful effects of sin extended in the ministry given to these 72. Because they proclaimed the good news of God's visitation in Christ, people captive to sin were released, the oppressed were set at liberty, the blind were given sight. The hardships of Christ's ministry certainly were also experienced by the Twelve and by these Seventy-Two. Even as the Lamb of God was about to be led to the slaughter in Jerusalem for the sin of the world, he warned those whom he was sending out, Go your way, behold, I send you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. To use two current buzzwords, we see here St. Luke is both missional and global in his focus. He realized that what began with Jesus, then the 12, then the 72, would reach across the globe, would reach to Rome and far beyond. This pattern of Christ sending out workers generation after generation continues in our generation with students like you one day being sent by Christ into the same apostolic ministry. Even as Jesus saw the acute need for more shepherds in his day, yet he sees today the diseases and bondage of our generation, the suicide bombers and school children murderers, and sends shepherds into such fields. As we hear and eat Christ in the classrooms and chapels of our seminaries, His gracious reign is extended over our lives and over our lips. We experience the joyful jubilee talked about in Jesus' opening sermon. That jubilee of grace. Of our debt. The debt of our sin being taken away, paid for through the blood of Christ. Christ does this so that we, in turn, may be sent to bring that same gracious rain that we daily experience to the world as we baptize and teach. So eat this rich fare today, set before you. Eat it tomorrow, next week, next month. For the day is coming when the prophetic pattern of St. Luke's Gospel will be fulfilled in Christ sending not just 72, but also you to proclaim the reign of God has come upon you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son...